magic lamp. Wonder what happens when I rub it. You have awakened me. I shall grant you three wishes. My first wish is for economic development. My second wish is to save hours of travel time. And my third wish is to create safer roads. You could have just wished for bus rapid transit and gotten all these things with one wish. Make all your transit wishes come true. Learn more about bus rapid transit at indigo.net slash bus dash rapid dash transit. guest in studio. His name is John Rust. He has filed a lawsuit in regards to his U.S. Senate campaign challenging election laws in the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. And uh, Casey, you know, we've talked about this before we introduced John. I, I, look, I don't know whether I agree with the guy's politics or not. I do know that I'm on his team because our election laws in this state, they suck. Yeah, they do seem a little bit hypocritical. Uh, candidates past two primary elections must be cast with the party the candidate is affiliated with or the county chair has to sign off like you have to get approval from somebody if you voted differently in previous elections yeah well the biggest part of this is they take public money they being the parties to facilitate their election the democrats and republicans and then they say well we're going to use everybody's money to facilitate our little dungeons and dragons club over here but we get to decide who can play in the dungeons and dragons game mm-hmm. and we get to take people who we deem undesirables and do everything in our power to make sure they can't run that is un-american john russ joins us now john hello how are you i'm doing great how are you doing great so you are are a farmer by trade from Seymour. Yes, chicken farmer. You have the great misfortune being represented by Jim Lucas, but that's neither here nor there. So tell us about uh, <laughs> the lawsuit. Tell us about what you're suing for, what you want to see happen. I am suing on behalf of all Hoosiers. 80% of Hoosier voters are ineligible to run for public office according to this statute. When people hear that, they are like, oh my gosh. You know, I think a lot of people initially thought, well, there's some rule that John missed or whatever, and it, it, it was a rule that is narrowly applied just to me, but it applies to every Hoosier. And with that rule, it's 80% of Hoosier voters are ineligible to run for public office. And they changed the law in recent years because it used to be you had to vote in one primary and then you were in. And then they said, well, we've got too many undesirables getting involved in this process. Now we got to make it two. And basically what they're saying to you as a regular person is if you uh, did not, you know, you in 2020, let's say you for some reason pulled a Democrat ballot for whatever reason, local election or whatever you might have been interested in. And then you said, you know, 2021, boy, this country's in bad shape i i've changed my mind i'm a republican you would be ineligible to run essentially because in 2022 that was the only republican ballot you pulled kind of hypocritical john from a party that claims they want to be a big tent exactly and that that's why i'm running i think the establishment when they see my candidacy they are it's like vampires reacting to sunshine (laughs) it is you know sunshine's the best disinfectant and when hoosier voters hear about how this law applies to them i think people will say my gosh this is wrong i am so glad for john standing up for me to fight for my right to run for public office what did compel you to run uh, what compelled me to run is this the shape of our economy and how career politicians are destroying it. You know, um, I'm running against Jim Banks. When he was elected to Congress in 2016, the national debt per tax 
taxpayer was $170,000. Today, that's over $250,000. It's going up $300 per week per taxpayer. That's unacceptable. That is career politicians working for their own careers, not for Hoosier voters. When you look at the system and you see, well, the Indiana Republican Party has endorsed Jimmy. Now, Casey, you remember Jim Banks. Mm-hmm. He is the he is the uh, U.S. rep who voted for Kevin McCarthy 15 times, yep. told everybody what a great guy Kevin was, what mm-hmm. a phenomenal job Kevin would do. He's also the U.S. rep who flapped his gums all day about being against the debt ceiling and then couldn't be bothered to vote on the debt ceiling. So sure. I just want to remind everybody who Jim, Jim Banks is. John, are you surprised? Jim Banks is basically on social media cheerleading you being kept off the ballot. That's really unbecoming of a guy who claims, well, I fought for the freedoms of every American, and, and I'm I'm a guy of liberty and freedom. He sure doesn't seem to want you to have liberty and freedom to run against him. I think he is scared of any opponent. I think his candidacy will not survive a challenge from anyone, and that's why they work so hard to keep other people off the ballot. You saw a litany of really qualified candidates go to D.C. to try to see if there would be interest in them running against Banks, and they were said no. The establishment said, no way. We are lining up behind Jim Banks. That's why I think I have a shot at this and a strong shot, because I want to push forward for Hoosier voters, not for the establishment in D.C. All this hullabaloo is because of your past voting record. In 2016, uh, you voted for a Republican. 2012, you voted for a Democrat. In 2020, you did not vote. Do you regret not doing that? Well, in 2020... You know, that was they changed the election date because of COVID. So I I missed the second election. I planned on voting, but, you know, they moved it and, you know, we were in shutdown over COVID. So there was a. A, you know, a reason there that I couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, though. It's like it doesn't matter whether you chose to vote, not vote. You're an Amer- you're an American, right? It, exactly. And, 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 it, it, I mean, it does, I didn't mean to demean anyway in Casey's question. I think it's I think it's an interesting question. I'm just saying it doesn't matter. You're not obligated to pick the worst turd in the punch bowl. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm, John's much nicer than me. I just I look at this and I, and I think John the biggest thing for me is I see the Republican Party in Indiana as the party has endorsed Jim Banks, which means Banks is totally aligned with Holcomb and Hupfer and all the good time fun gang over there. And immediately they moved to keep you a viable challenger. Look, you're a very wealthy guy. I don't say that as a negative. You could clearly run ads and you'd be able to self fund if you wanted to do that. They're very worried about Jimmy getting any sort of challenger and. They immediately move to ensure that you can't run for public office as a Republican. Exactly. And that's why I'm running, and it is make me making me run harder. I care deeply about Hoosier voters, and I want to work hard for them. The establishment is lining up against me. They did all this eight months before even the primary. That is incredible. That has never happened before. So real quick, John Rust is our guest. He is uh, a, uh, He's trying to run for U.S. Senate on the Republican side. The Indiana Republican Party is doing everything they can to prevent him from running. John is now taking it to court. So you're, su- you're suing. Who are you suing? Now, there's a litany of people you're suing as a part of this, right? Right. It's it's in the the complaint. You know, there's it's the Indiana Election Commission, uh, the Secretary of State uh, uh, is just legally required, and Amanda, because, you know, she's the one refusing to sign my ballot. Yeah, so Amanda Lowry is the Jackson County Republican Party chair. Real quick, John, I want to talk about this, because this is how unfair the whole system is, Casey. This one woman... Mm-hmm gets to dictate essentially whether he can run or not. And I saw this when I was an elected official where if we didn't like, or we, I'm saying the Republican Party because I was an elected Republican, if they, we, whatever, didn't like somebody 
in elected office and we needed to find a challenge and it was hard, well, this guy's voting record's a little suspect. Hey, the county chair will sign off on it and this guy can run and it's fine. There, there, John, there's something ridiculous about the fact that one person in America, in a state of 7 million people, one person could essentially decide if she didn't like Jim Banks, she could sign off and you could run. Exactly. And that that's the whole point on this. And, you know, from what I understand, there, you know, this will be brought out in the lawsuit and it's it's just patently unfair how these county chairmen use this law to keep people off the ballot. What sort of support or actually lack of support are you seeing from the establishment, from anybody in your area? Uh, behind the scenes, I have very strong support, and that's statewide. People are saying, yes, do this. This rule is absolutely unconstitutional. It is crazy to keep Hoosier voters off the ballot. You know, Abdul and I have talked about this. We're going to have Abdul on later in the show today. Uh I hope that you win because I think the signature requirement <clears throat> in all uh, nine counties to have to get the five or uh, districts, congressional districts, to have to get those 500 signatures. Unless, of course, Casey or Todd Young, he did mm-hmm. not have to get those sure. signatures. But to get that is is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, I think as a collective, even the idea of the publicly funded primary thing is ridiculous because it's a closed door club and you they clearly don't want me or or you in it. And so that's fine. Then pay for it yourself. So I'm hoping, and, I, and I'm curious if you heard this from people, that you're not only winning for yourself, but you're winning on a bevy of other issues where these two old parties keep undesirables out of running for public office. Right. This this is all set up to keep anti-establishment candidates out. It's to it's to protect career politicians, and that's what I'm fighting against. Jim Banks has said no one's trying to keep you off the ballot, um, that you think you're above the law, and that you can just throw money around to buy the U.S. Senate seat. Is there anything you would like to say to Jim Banks? Can you say anything? Uh no one can buy an election. I want to make my voice heard. Hoosier voters will ultimately decide this in the May primary. All right, before we let you go, John, I'll, I'll let you make the case, because I don't know if you know, we have a few people who listen to this show. We're often told <laughs> by the State House no one listens to this show, but the ratings say there are a few. Uh, if people want to join you in this fight, and I think everybody should be cheerleading for you, I have no idea about your politics. If you get on the ballot and can run, we're absolutely going to find out about those. I don't care right now, because what I care about is this corrupt system that keeps people that the Republicans and Democrats don't like from running for public office. If people want to join your fight, if they want to learn more about this to determine if they want to join your fight, how can they do that? Uh, Please go to rust2024.com, R-U-S-T-2024.com. John Rust, good luck. Keep us posted. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. It's been a dream. Yeah, <laughs> a, gr- a great dream. A great dream. It's been a great dream. Thank it, you. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.